Psycho Steve presents. Hey guys and girls, this is Psycho Steve. You're listening to my podcast called Hair Today, Gone Tomorrow. I am very blessed and fortunate to get a chance to sit down and to the fact I would call him one of the lords of the strings, Rob Balducci. Good day, sir. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Thanks so much for having me on. My pleasure. It's an honor to have you. I've been a fan, as many other people are fans of yours. I got an opportunity to see you quite a few times, and we have to thank um, Michael Smith that helped me facilitate this to get in touch with you. So, that's, yeah. you know, he is definitely a part of this. And a lot of, we have a lot of mutual friends because even though the music industry is huge, the circle is kind of small because we do know a lot of the same people that you might have collaborated with or just know because you've been on the scene not as long as me because I'm older than Methuselah. I think I DJed Jesus' bar mitzvah, but you get the gist. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So let's jump right into it. So, okay. new album. Are we promoting a new album? Well, I, I, I don't have a brand new album out yet. I'm actually working on uh, my follow-up to the last uh, uh, my last record, which is called H21 Monroe Drive. So I am uh, I'm recording it myself. And, um, you know, it, uh, it takes some time because, you know, the, the creative process is not something that you can rush. So I've been working on it for a while. Right on. Um, but, I'm, but it's, uh, you know, like with all my stuff, it's, uh, you know, very inspired, you know, related personally to what's going on in my life. So, you know, my records usually tend to take... I'm not like an artist that puts out a record a year and puts out the same record. I usually take a break between each record so I can kind of get the inspiration. And uh, this way the record kind of doesn't sound the same. They sound different. So my playing has changed. My songwriting has gotten better. So, you know, it, this record's going to be is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully it'll be out later in the year. Sweet. Now, you said that you played on it. Did you play every instrument or did you just play guitar no. on it? Well, I'm playing guitar on it, um, but I'm recording it, you know, this is the second record that I'm recording, like, in a, in, a, in my home studio. Awesome. Yeah. Right on. All right, so, speaking of instruments, besides guitar, do you play any other instruments? Well, you know, I, I, I dabbled in, like, piano when I went to music school and, uh, you know, bass guitar, but uh, that's about it. Nothing crazy. Gotcha. How about anyone in your family musicians besides yourself? Uh, my oldest sister, you know, used to uh, used to play acoustic guitar so I have three older sisters so the oldest one was the one that sort of like that's how I like sort of got introduced to it so I saw her playing acoustic guitar and I kind of you know, she showed me a couple of chords and then I just kind of took it from there right on okay now um, the guitar the acoustic guitar your first guitar was it an, I guess it was the acoustic guitar that she had or yeah yeah, 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 the acoustic guitar that she had, I don't have it anymore. Oh, okay, I was just about um, to ask you that. Yeah, but I do have my first electric guitar that uh, that uh, my my godmother had bought me, which is which is a Gibson Vapor, it's called. So it's like the, it's like anyone that knows Gibson guitars, it's like the wood version of uh, 
as a Les Paul. Awesome. That. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Do you still play it? Yeah, I try and put it, you know, I try and put it, you know, on, on every CV, at least, you know, on something. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. Did you do any modifications to it, different pickups? Uh, or just no, that, one, that one is like is straight. That one is straight stock, so it's pretty cool. That is very awesome. All right. So speaking of guitars and everything, through the years, you figured out, you know, what fits you and everything from trying all different guitars. You happen to be in an Ibanez and Dorsey, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's actually been a long time. This year is is my 26th year endorsed with them. Awesome. Congratulations. Happy yeah. anniversary. Thanks. So, okay. So, But you've had your run of the mill of trying other guitars before, of course. Or you do use other guitars besides Ibanez on your albums and really? also... Or you just stick with that? Yeah, you know, I basically I'm, I'm, I've been an Ibanez guy since I'm, since I'm young, so I mean, um, uh, I got that guitar. The, the first, the only other guitar that I have that's not an Ibanez is that first guitar that my aunt bought me. Everything else is an Ibanez guitar, so I mean, I use it to record with, and you know, everything. Wow! So now uh, that's yeah. pretty awesome. So did they approach you, or did you go to them when it came to endorsements? Yeah, you know, but listen, it used to be, the, the industry has changed, as, as you know, so much. So, right. you know, now, is, when I got my endorsement, it was totally different uh, arena than it is now. But, like, when I, uh, basically what happened was, you know, uh, I, and I still talk to the Ibanez rep, his name is Bill Kaminsky. He doesn't work there anymore, but he works, he used to work at Fender, but he's retired now. But he gave me my endorsement, and long story short, I used to work... Uh, in the in the record business, so, so I was at Relativity Records for a while. Cool. And uh, you know, a lot of the guitar players on there were endorsed by by Ibanez, and Bill Kaminsky happened to be at this Steve Vai show back in like 1991, I think it was. And uh, I met him, and I had like a back then you had cassettes, so I, I met Bill, and I gave him the cassette and everything, and I said, you know, I've been playing guitars, and you know, I got a, I'm recording my first record. And I said I would love to maybe if we could do something together. So he was really nice. He took the cassette, and then you know I didn't know if I was going to hear from him. And uh, you know he followed up with me, you know probably a couple of weeks later, and said you know let's do we can work with you. You know so I was like that's great. So you know basically it, it, it starts. So you know usually endorsements start off at different levels. They start off at like you know when you get a reduced cost on guitars. So that's how it started. And then eventually you know they started doing. Um, like custom guitars for me. Awesome. So there is an actual Rob Balducci guitar out there. Well, it's out there, but it's not, it's not, re yeah, it's not released commercially. It's stuff that they've done for me, uh, um, for like one off. Oh, okay, cool. So basically yeah. customized to your specs for you to use, right. but not personal for commercialized copy. Right. Awesome. Right. That's awesome. All right. Speaking of guitarists and everything, I know this is a very cliche question that you get all the time. I can tell by your influences and most of my friends. And I'm like the most non-musical person. I could carry a tune if I carry an iPod, but if you know, <laughs> you know. But as far as musician-wise and everything, I could sing. But as far as I'm playing, I really never have. I have a lot of other friends uh, that do play. Who would you say if you had an opportunity to? play with uh, live today that you never played with either recorded with or played out live with who would it be uh it would have to be Jeff Beck 
Wow. Awesome. We share yeah. the same birthday, yeah. too, so that's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right on. Okay, how about Dead? How about what? How about Dead? Someone that's passed that you haven't gotten a chance Someone to get. Someone that's passed. Um, let me think. Uh, well, this is a hard one because it's a, it's a toss-up between, I would say it's a toss-up between, like, Randy Rhodes or Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Hendrix, you know, it's like crazy. I, I, it's a, that's a hard one. You got Gary Moore, too, who's amazing. Right. I'll have to, I, 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 I don't know if I can pick one. Okay. You don't have to. We'll have to have, I have to have a jam with all the dead guys. So we have to do like a, a G3 and call, you know, call it the G3 taking dirt nap tour or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> something like that. Awesome. All right. Yeah. If you didn't play music and become the successful musician you are today, what would you be doing? Did you, um, like have a backup plan if this didn't pan out? I didn't have a backup plan. You know, I, I would think either I would probably, I would probably be either working at a record company or to be honest with you, I, I, I had this thing that I would, I was always interested in like uh, entertainment law, so maybe I would have went into it on that end. Awesome. Okay. And as far as in, I know you're a native New Yorker, but do you own a car? I do own my, my uh, this is a funny thing, and okay. my wife and I own a car, but I never had a license. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. All right, so <laughs> what kind of car does she drive? We 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 have a to, uh, Toyota Matrix. Awesome. Carry the gear. Got it. What's in your CD player right now in the car? CD player in the car is it's uh it's probably my my wife probably has in like a that's one of the Def Leppard records because they come and she's going to the show. Yeah, <laughs> you heard who took over for Phil for a couple of dates, right? Yes, yes. A Jersey boy. Steve Brown. Yes. He's yeah, a nice guy. Very nice guy. Great player. Absolutely. Very solid. I, I'm very impressed. I, I've been a fan of him since the Trickster days because when he toured, you know, I'm a Jersey boy. He's a Jersey boy as well. And when they, you know, were playing Jersey dates and at the Birchill and Club A and you know, a place yeah. called Mothers, you know, I'm showing my age now, but whatever. But, you know, all these places, I grew up with him and, you know, PJ and, you know, the rest of the gang of Trickster, and now he's doing that. It's just so surreal, like, wow. So Yeah, it's killer. Absolutely. So, how many hours a day do you practice? Um, you know, it's weird now. Uh, now I, I wish I could. I, I'm, I was practicing more, but now it's more like uh, you know, songwriting or working on recording stuff. You know, time on the instrument. I also do teach guitar, so I'm doing that. So uh, it's more hands on the guitar. You know, I try and play as much as possible. And usually, what happens like if I have a if I have a shows coming up or something like that, then I kind of get into gear. Right. Uh, and like I do a workout, you know, the two weeks before and try and make sure that I can play the parts that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I kind of do that kind of thing. Well, see, here's the thing. Do you actually go back to your archives and like, because you have several albums out. And it's hard to yeah. remember every single thing that you have recorded or written and everything because you're writing, like, for example, you're writing new material, but say you have a tour coming up, 
it's hard to pick so uh, you know certain songs so do you go back into yeah. listen to your cds again and say oh you know what that song was really good i'm gonna throw that in and you know write it down yeah. and then, do you have to re re yeah. listen to it a couple times to replay it again definitely definitely especially uh yeah you know like um especially like a lot of times with my stuff is like uh, I have I, it's kind of improvised right. at the moment of its recording so I try and take like stuff that's spontaneous to be honest with you when I'm done with the record I have, when I'm done with a new record I have to go back and relearn what I did because it was sort of off the cuff so yeah you def I definitely have to go back and revisit stuff and uh, you know I, and I'm not really I'm not the type of guy that like uh, feels that everything has to be exactly the same from the studio to the live situation. I, I, to me, I'm the type of guy that like, I'd rather see a band do sound different live because then you can just put on the CD what's the use of seeing them live, right? Sure. So, uh, so uh, you know, my CDs usually have a lot of stuff on it. Like I put a lot of guitar tracks on it. I put some keyboard. I put other things. And live, I'm just a trio. So I come from the school like, uh, you know, like uh, some of, you know, the heroes, my heroes, like, you know, uh, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, you know, they had so much stuff on the recording, but when it was live, it was a trio. So live to me is a different experience and you got to make it work a different way. And I think that's what keeps it fresh and exciting. Absolutely. And also, if you do keep to, like you said before, if you do keep to playing the same way the album is, it's kind of, I wouldn't say boring, I guess it is kind of cliche. Yeah. I personally yeah. want to see, especially with your talent and other musicians have similar talent, like for example, I went to go see Sons of Apollo a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I saw those pictures. Yeah, nice. Like I was like, holy cow, you know, because of course they, you know, kept the pretty much very similar. But of course, then Rob, uh, Ron went on a little tangent, and then Billy, they all did a little spin off of the album to make it sound like it was the album. But then they also put a little spin on it to make it a little yeah. different, which was really cool. They tweaked it a little, I guess you could say, which I like. Right. You know? I, and Dream Theater does the same thing. They'll play for hours yeah. and everything. One song, you can go to the bathroom, go get something to eat, and come back, and they'll still be on the same song. But they make it, <laughs> you know? That's a great thing. If I ever did, like, live radio, all I have to do is I just put on, like, two Dream Theater songs if I really, because I've been drinking a lot of water, and I've been blessed with my grandmother's bladder. I'm just like, you know what? This is great. I can go to the bathroom while I play a dream theater song. Hold that thought, people, you know? So, but yeah, I like when they do a little, and when you do something similar, but you also put your own spin on it, even though it was your original song. So I, I totally, I feel it on that. So speaking of playing and everything, your fingers ever hurt after playing a show? Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, you know, I think what happens, and you know, I've been noticing this with, with, uh, you know, some, you know, some other, you know, guitar players, professional guys, you know, that there's a lot of guys do end up getting hand problems over the years. It's like with anything else, though. I mean, um, uh, it's more like what's called. I think most guitar players, after you're playing a certain time, you get like a repetitive motion type of thing in your in your if you're if you play right hand and your left hand the fret hand, uh, your, the thumb, and sometimes the wrist. So, I mean, it's more something like that than the actual fingers. Uh, and there's also a lot of a lot of guitar players, you know, 
uh, you know, from anywhere from, I think, you know, Eddie Van Halen to, I, I think, uh, I, I can't think of the actual names, but a lot of guys have back issues, lower back issues, because, you know, you're always leaning, to, a lot of times you're leaning towards the left. Right. So, it's a posture thing. So, I mean, after playing a long time, you do get certain things. Gotcha. And any advice to people that are playing now as far as do you do like an exercise that will prevent that or well, it's always good to you know it's always good to warm up I mean you gotta you gotta warm up uh, stretch you know it's almost like you, you know you, you, you're like when you go to the, go to the gym you're not gonna jump into the gym and start uh, right. you know doing doing your stuff you wanna stretch so it's just, I think it's the same thing with guitar make sure that you stretch and also you gotta you know you gotta check your your, your posture really is uh, affects everything going out into your your limbs so the thing is I even had like I had some some like a, a real serious thumb thing and I I had this guy I went to this guy and, and the guy said yeah you should go see this chiropractor who deals with musicians so this guy actually came down to uh, a couple of my shows to watch me play and you know he, he made made some suggestions just like you know everyone wants to be like you know the cool rock looking have the strap like hanging at their knees but to be honest with you it's not the best thing so he, he kind of made some suggestions on where the, the, the guitar maybe should be, should be a little bit higher not like the Beatles but a little bit higher so that your posture and your is better and you you won't get as you won't be in as much pain so you know I listen to him and it's definitely been better awesome well I, I noticed that it's really important because you know you have to be in some form of shape because let's face it bass guitar guitar they're not heavy, they're not light instruments it's not like you, yeah. you know uh, and you know you're just playing a, a, a log that weighs anywhere from say 8 to 20 pounds depending on what type of guitar or, your, or bass you're playing you know right so I totally get that and also you're not just and also I've seen you play and other people have will agree you, you're you not just standing still you're interacting right. and everything with your other musicians on your stage but you're also interacting with the crowd that's hard to do you know yeah. I had a talk with Britney Spears I I met her years ago when I was working at K-Rock and everything and she was dating uh, at the time uh, Justin Timberlake and I asked her why she lip syncs during her show and she's like well it's really hard to dance and do the choreographic that I do and sing and everything I'm like well what about you know Gene Simmons or Paul Stanley they wear boots higher than you wear more makeup than you carrying a bass or a guitar and sing and you don't see them lip syncing I don't get it you know <laughs> it's just really interesting so yeah, for sure. yeah. alright so do we expect on this new album as far as in is there any special guests on this album that you're bringing on um I'm not I, I don't have anything in particular planned you know I'm kind of working on that deep song goes by to think you know whether I want something different on it I actually was talking with a with a friend of mine a very talented uh, uh, violin player her name is Christy Craig okay. and uh so I was thinking about maybe putting an electric violin on something, one of the tunes that I have. Um, right now, that's, that's all I can take at the moment. Awesome. You've done your decent amount of touring and playing with other musicians. Besides the band members that are in your current band, like who are you friends with as far as in 
well-known musicians that we know that you could call up and say, hey, you know, like, for example, you mentioned Steve Vai, you mentioned Greg Howe, you mentioned other people, everything. Is there a person that you can, like, say, hey, you're in the area, why don't we get a cup of coffee and let's hang out, or let's jam? Is there anyone that you can... <laughs> well, you know, I, it's, it's weird, I... I... You know, especially people living on, not living in the same area. You know, Dave, Dave Wiener was, would be one of those guys. I mean, uh, I'd like to say that I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good friends with, uh, Richie Cox and, uh, you know, he was, uh, he's, that was probably one of my favorite, uh, tours that I did was, was playing, uh, my band playing, opening up for his band. I mean, um, trying to think who else, uh, you know, a, uh, I mean, I, I have to say I'm friends with him, Andy Timmons, you know, but it's, it's weird, you know, he's, he's in Texas, I'm here, which is in L.A., I'm here, so usually everyone's working, so it's very hard to try and get together, but I would love to, but everyone's busy. Gotcha. <laughs> so we need to make this happen. Busy's good. Yeah. <laughs> that is good. So, all right. Do you wear earplugs or any form of... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wear earplugs. Uh, I, I can't play without earplugs now. Um, so I definitely recommend either when you're listening to music or when you're playing music to, to wear earplugs. I don't have like anything special. My, a buddy of mine uh, and his girlfriend uh, keep telling me to, like she, she works for a hearing thing and she wants me to get custom ones done. So I haven't gone that far yet. But uh, I'm using these ones that, you know, they, they have filters in them that block out a certain amount of sounds. Right. And, uh, you know, it's definitely, you definitely, you know, so a lot of people say, oh, I can't get guys that don't use that, I can't get used to playing with it. It's really just getting, once you do it a couple of times, you, you get used to it. And, you know, there's so many players out there, you know, that, uh, that guitar players that have problems with hearing. I mean, like Paul Gilbert from Mr. Big has, has hearing damage. You know, these are the bigger names, you know, Sure. Uh, towns in. I mean, and there's a bunch of people that we just don't know about, but it does damage it. So you really should watch it. Gotcha. Is, is that why Paul wears those headphones? Yeah. Interesting. I honestly thought it was just, you know, keep time or whatever, or he's actually listening to his own music or listening to sports radio or something. <laughs> I wasn't sure. All right. Cool. All right. A couple more questions because I know you're pretty busy today. So, native New Yorker, are you a Yankees fan or a Mets fan? Well, I'm, I'm like the, the, the cliche musician that's not into sports, but if, it had, if I had to pick between the two teams, it would be the Yankees. All right, good. We'll keep interviewing you then and start promoting you. <laughs> All right, good answer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, you said about warm up during your uh, before your show and everything. Do you have anything on your rider? Do you remember the whole brown M and M's thing with Van Halen? <laughs> Here's the thing: on your rider, is there a specific thing that you need to have at every show before you do your show? Um, I like. Here's a couple of things. I like, uh, I, if I'm going to drink uh, beer, it's got to be light beer. I like red wine, and um, I always ask for, like, a, an orange juice. Interesting. Okay. Right on. Yeah. All right. Now, we know you're Italian. Do you speak it? 
No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. right, nothing wrong with that. All right. Yeah, it was like the same, that was the secret language my parents spoke to each other, so I didn't know what was going on. I understand. I speak Yiddish to my grandmother. She just turned a hundred, and I'll speak to her. And my parents have no clue what we're saying. So yeah. that's pretty awesome. I speak four languages fluently, and I'm also trying to kind of teach one of my my sons a language because my ex wife thinks if she adds an O to everything. She's speaking Spanish, so I'm thinking maybe going the Spanish route. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. A couple more questions, like I said. Um, sure. All right. Since you're Italian, I have to ask: pasta. Do we call it gravy, or do we call it ragu, or sauce? I call it sauce. Okay. I'm taking a poll here. Every person I interview that's Italian, I have to ask because some people have said it's like one person said it's ragu, a couple people said it's gravy. You're like the third yeah. person so far has said it's sauce. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, acoustic guitars. Ibanez makes an acoustic guitar. Yeah. And you use their Ibanez acoustic as well. Do you see the differences as far as in the feel? Because look, you go out to any of the guitar stores like Guitar Center or when Manny's was around, Sam Ash and everything. I'm sure you walk in just like any consumer, you pick up a guitar just to feel it and everything. Is there a real difference from the ones, of course, they made for you custom, of course. Did they uh, made an acoustic custom for you as well? Or just the yeah, electric? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just the electric. Gotcha. All right. And then how about strings? Do you use a certain type of string? Yeah, yeah. I've been using uh, Vario strings. Again, another... Uh it's my first endorsement that I ever had. I've been with them since 1990. Awesome. Yeah, I'm a loyal, uh, a loyal musician uh, type of guy. Like I call them. I, I, I don't think I could probably say this. I mean, I call them endorsement whores. So there's like either way, whatever you are in the music industry, there's people that just want to get free stuff all the time and get with different companies. And I'm not like that. I'm kind of like I use what I use. I wouldn't I'd be using it even if I wasn't endorsed to the company so getting the endorsement is icing on the cake so I mean again D'Azario Strings DeMarzio Pickups Ivan's Guitars Morley Wild Pedals all these companies over you know been with them over 20 years nice what kind of picks do you yeah. use? I've recently been using these picks they're really cool it's a guy that makes them in the UK and they're called Hawk Picks Okay. And they're, they're really nice, custom, like, uh, makes them, you know, each one is, like, handmade, and they're, they're really, really nice, with some really cool colors, purple and green, like, celluloid, really nice stuff, and they sound great. Awesome. Very cool. We can expect the new album to be out probably, what would you Hopefully say? Hopefully this year. Hopefully this Hopefully year. Hopefully this year. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. So, like I said... I know you're quite busy today. What could you tell us and for aspiring musicians of today, what would you give them as far as an advice? Like if you had to tell them, you know, what should they do to become successful as you have become successful? I think it's a uh, couple, of, couple of important things is you got to you gotta practice, you got to focus, and you have to complete things, set goals, 
and complete them. You know, it's, it's a hard thing to do because you could say you're going to do anything, and then if you kind of start something and don't finish it, it's never you're never going to see it to fruition. So you gotta make sure you set the goal, complete it, and then keep moving. And don't get discouraged by. Um, you know, by rejection or people making comments, because the way that, you know, the way this stuff is now, you put something on, anyone can put something on the internet. You can be an amazing player and you're going to get some trolls saying something bad, so you can't really pay attention to that. And, um, you know, really, uh, you know, kind of try and, I would say, you know, this is a hard thing to say. A lot of people don't like to hear it, but I mean, try not to, like, I'm not big into, like, learning other people's cover, cover cover material. A lot of people, like, when they first start taking lessons, they want to learn, oh, I want to learn this song, I want to learn that song. I think it's more important to learn the, the basics of music and stuff like that and start writing songs as quickly as possible. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for the positive message. A PSA <laughs> from Mr. Yeah. himself. Awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. So, time for you to plug. I'd like to promote my website, okay. Uh For people interested in taking lessons, you can get in touch with me through there. I do Skype lessons. I do in-person lessons. Um, I'd also like to promote just, you know, I you know I, again, I'm working with Ibanez Guitars, and they have a new guitar out now. It's called the AZ uh, Prestige model and AZ uh, Premium models. Uh, and I'm real, that's what I've been using at my shows. Uh, so they're really cool guitars. Check it out. And you can check out me on the internet. You can see a lot of times me playing and doing some demos and stuff. Uh, that kind of thing. Awesome. So you do have your social media. You have Rob L. Ducci on Facebook. We have an Instagram. Right. And you are on Twitter. Yeah. So you yeah, guys and girls, also, please plug away. Yeah, also, you know, the, when I first joined Facebook, you know, we were all new to it. We didn't realize about the friends thing, 5,000 friends. So there's a Rob Balducci, and there's also the Rob Balducci band. So awesome. you can check that out on Facebook as well. Sweet. And when the new album, could we have you come back on to promote it? Oh, yeah. We, I would love to. Awesome. And then you can send me some MP3s, and I'll definitely start playing it and, you know, turning it up to 11 and let people know what you're up to and, you know what we can expect from the near future. So on behalf of myself, my producer, my family, the fans, thank you very, very much. I very much appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. Take care. Psycho Steve presents. You can hear more from Psycho Steve on Hair Today on Tomorrow every Wednesday on iTunes and SoundCloud. The interview sessions are also on YouTube. Get your merch at Zazzle.com backslash Psycho Steve presents Hair Today Gone Tomorrow. Follow Psycho Steve on all social media platforms. Facebook at Psycho Steve Rocks. Instagram at the underscore real underscore psycho underscore Steve. Twitter at Real Psycho Steve. For requests or dedications or if you're in a band and want us to play your music or be interviewed or for advertising inquiries, email us at psychostevepresents at gmail.com. Psycho Steve Presents Hair Today Gone Tomorrow is brought to you by Pearlswag Enterprises, LLC. Please join Psycho Steve every Wednesday and Friday here on...